I V M. Hello and welcome to the Geek Food Britain, a source for news and not news. This is a more apt description. No, uh, no, keep going, keep going. Uh, well, okay, you've just heard the dulcet tones of Jishnu Guha, who is with me here to discuss the news and not news of the day. In the nerd world slash pop culture ethos of our universe. You're, just, you're just burying yourself, shoveling, <laughs> digging deeper and deeper into this. <laughs> well, dig me out, Jigs. Chasm, what I, chasm of doom. Why have I hired you if no, not I'm on, to No, I'm on the me. other side of the planet. I'll wait until you dig your way through. <laughs> and just meet you I'll, on the I'll outside. I'll see you there. I'll see you then. I have reached you. I believe in you. I'll see you tomorrow. I am so glad. Listen, Jigs. Yeah. Just tell me what's up. What's so, going on? So, uh, Boba Fett was a movie. Mm. Boba Fett is now not a movie. It was supposed to be a James Mangold movie. Yeah. In fact. And I was so excited. Right. I that was sounds very like a excited. great combination. Yeah. Um, James Mangold did Logan, mm-hmm. which is arguably my favorite film of the year. Um, was that this 20, year? 20, 20, I don't even know anymore. No, was I think it was last year. It was right? last year, 2017? Yeah, I feel like it was a while ago. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Last, uh, 2017 might be my favorite film of the year. And he, yeah, he was going to do the Boba Fett solo film. Mm-hmm. But now it's not. And that's a shame. However, let's not cry too now, many tears. because the, there what is, is the, the reasoning ma- they've given for this? The, the usual. Nothing too over the top. Mm-hmm. They just said, Kathleen Kennedy finally says, it is, to quote the, um, she went the Hollywood like, reporter, she huh? said, to quote... Boba Fett movie is 100% dead. I was like, <laughs> really? damn, that is, that is very it's deliberate and specific. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, the article on The Hollywood Reporter just says that it's about problems with the director again. With but, James M? Why? But, I don't know. But I mean, the thing is, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, these things happen. It's just that I keep, I keep having to remind people that Star Wars is the one thing that, for better or for worse, has one hell of a microscope on it at all times. Yeah. And every little inch that they move in any direction people are going to like blow up and make mm-hmm. you know headlines out of it maybe this film you know didn't even get far enough along in the process yeah, for I it to be think worth it was talking about probably not but only it because was it's literally Star Wars. only announcement yeah it's only because of the fact that it's Star Wars we know that somebody has whispered the word Boba Fett movie mm-hmm. and we're like ah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and so like the fact that Kathleen's like actually you know what guys I know what I'm doing let's not do this right now fair play why because there already exists the Mandalorian yes. TV show which is being made by John Favreau which is also incredibly exciting mm-hmm. and I am very excited for that I think you can get plenty of deets about the Fett family if they want to yeah. in that alone so maybe you don't even need a movie possibly arguably you'll get even more out of it if they do choose to tell you about the fets which nobody's to say they'll probably pop up they probably say yeah maybe not anytime soon but you know like uh, so that's 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 what's happening yeah i mean there's and i don't think there's going to be like a huge outcry over this anyway because i mean because we're getting the mandalorian and uh, not a lot of people knew much about this movie at Mm -hmm. this point yeah so i think they they probably didn't even have a script they were just in discussions about doing the movie all all, again all that i've seen is that it was going to be about boba and his bounty hunter friends who are from the scene in empire strikes back where they're all lining up and Mm -hmm. Vader says, go get him, but no disintegrations. Yeah. So, you know, you have your Bosk, who uh, was, I, I think, Bosk, Bosk? Was that his name? Bosk or Busk? Whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah? The, the lizard dude. Right. Uh, three, three toes um, lizard man. He, I know he's he might have Busk. been. Yeah, he might have mm. been my first or second uh, Star Wars action figure. Really? Very random. I only bought it because it said Star Wars. And I was like, hey, yeah, no I don't know what this is. You collect the name then. Yeah. I was just I, like, 
I cool. still think all of this is uh, irrelevant because where is our Figrin Dan uh, docudrama? When is that a coming? A docudrama? Uh, yeah, like a behind the music style documentary about Figrin Dan and the modal nodes or the nodal modes. I, m- modal nodes. Modal nodes. I would love to see like a Chili Peppers Funky Monks kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a black and white movie with uh, Fingering Dan and Rick Rubin. It's not Fingering Dan, I mean, you know. It's, it's, it's Figrin. I mean, like it, he's it, figuring it out. He'll he'll eventually get there. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'd like to see him and Rick Rubin locked away in a house, um, smoking a lot of weed and yeah. doing acid and just like... And just like having a creative renaissance of sorts. Yeah. Where Rick Rubin is just like, let's take it back to the basics, man. <laughs> All right. Tell me some not news. Uh, well, I have something that is possibly not news by the time we talk about this, but either way. A dude we like, Adam Scott, is mm-hmm. taking the role of another dude we like, mm-hmm. William Shatner, what? in uh, the reboot of a Twilight Zone episode. So you know how Jordan oh. Peele is rebooting the Twilight Zone? Yes. But, uh, I but think he's I'd, the narrator. So it is It is going to be the Twilight Zone, just again, but different? I think so. Or is it like based on the Twilight Zone? It is... Or is it well, the, Twilight the Twilight Zone? Zone was like an anthology series. Right, right. Uh, so I know for a fact that they're remaking some of the classic episodes. Okay, so they are literally continuing the franchise. It's not like a based on and we're like using it as inspiration. Or no, so I, okay. I mean, I think basically, so how uh, that dude whose name I forget was the was the anchor at the end mm-hmm. of the Twilight Zone would yeah. go like, and that's what happened in the Twilight Zone or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Jordan Peele playing that role. Nice. And I think he's also a producer or something. Okay. And they will recreate some of the old episodes, but also they'll Update probably, them. I'm sure yeah. they'll add new stories. Sure, sure. Especially they because... They might have websites in some of these episodes. They might. And I mean, it's uh, 2018 and the world is a freak show anyway. So <laughs> why not uh, talk about some of that? Yeah. So uh, the episode that... Adam Scott will be in is mm-hmm. called Nightmare at 30,000 Feet oh, nice. and it's a callback to arguably the most famous Twilight Zone ever Nightmare at 20,000 Feet so they've added 10,000 Feet uh, because time has moved on uh, but uh, in the original William Shatler played an anxiety ridden man who takes a flight only to become convinced there's a gremlin on the wing of the plane this is a I have <laughs> never seen this episode neither of us but apparently it's one of the most famous ones ever and uh, Adam Scott will be playing William Shatner's role Weird one. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I think Adam Scott would play a very good scared protagonist. Yeah, he could. He'd, do, he'd be very good at a... I'm he, terrified, yet somehow I will have the the will to persevere through this. Man, he's just such a cool guy. I think, like, he could do anything. He's been yeah. great in, like, a lot of dramatic roles as well. In, like, oh, a yeah. bunch of his, like, indie comedies and stuff. Totally. And, of course, he's, 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 he's hilarious. Great. He's great, yeah. His, uh, his, uh, his opinions on um, the best YouTube albums are also... Far superior to the other Scott. Yes, of course. We know him best as uh, the co-host of a YouTube podcast called You Talkin' YouTube to Me, and then a subsequent REM podcast called Are You Talkin' REM Re Me? <laughs> and uh, those are really his okay. finest achievements. I tend to agree with him more so than um, Scott, really? Scott Part Two. I go back and forth between the two, but have you heard the REM podcast? Not much. So, uh, Scott Ackerman, who mm-hmm. is the other host along with Adam Scott, uh, is somewhat is not as much of a fan of REM as Adam Scott is. And uh, okay. I also like uh, look at some message boards where they discuss the episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, someone tallied the number of times Adam Scott listened to an REM song and said he didn't like it. And it's something like twice <laughs> out of their entire catalog. Nice. Every other song he's like, I love the song. This is right. a great song. He's yeah. a real yeah. fanboy for <laughs> REM. Even more so than he was for you too. Hmm. So it's a it's a pretty great listen. Okay, and there's a. I need to I need to work my way through. That's the only reason I haven't started yet. The only album I know really well is Automatic for the People. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to make sure I hear the music properly before I 
before you hear their opinions on it because I don't want them to color my opinion on it. Well, they also spend like at least eighty percent of the runtime. Absolutely, the talking, talking about, about other things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds like a lot like a podcast that I'm familiar with intimately. <laughs> oh, um, why? Who would do that? All other podcasts are tightly focused on the topic of their choice. Absolutely, as yeah. the best are, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I'll I'll get that. I know it's it's on my list. Just last night I was jamming out to some night swimming. Ah, it deserves it's, a better a night song. though. <laughs> <laughs> this is our life now. All yes. Right, so, any more? Uh, yes. I have another news. piece of uh, news that's been—it's a controversy that's been around for a bit over the past year or so, which is uh, Apu Nahasima yeah, Pima Petalon, the character on The Simpsons, yeah. is now possibly going to be dropped yeah. because Matt Grenig is just like, uh, I don't, he's I don't. Tired. Yeah, he's, he's kind of just sick of it, and he's yeah. like, I don't care enough yeah. to have him on, so I might just drop him. Yeah. What are your opinions on this whole Apu business anyway? I, I think political correctness will be the death of us all. You were an uh, Indian in the US. I was. Which is uh, what... Did you run a convenience store there? Did you mm. run a quickie mart? I didn't run it. Uh-huh. I uh, I did work uh, behind... Oh, you didn't. I'm sorry. A thousand apologies. I did work behind the counter for about two and a half years. At a quickie mart? <laughs> At a diner. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was a short order cook and then a waiter and then I cleaned what bathrooms. What is a short order cook? Fries? Oh uh, yes, like fries. basically stuff that's instantly basically, served you, up. Yes, yeah, so you are literally a human microwave. Right. Yeah. That. So like I made I made like burgers and fries and sandwiches and stuff. I worked at so I worked w- at. A, was this like a franchise we no, know? No, no, or, no, no, okay. no, no, no. It was called. It was D- like a local diner. <laughs> yeah, it was called DK's. Uh, I forget what it stands for, but it's DK's are the first two initials of Mr. Pearson, mm-hmm. who was the one of the founders of the college that I worked at. Right. The building was called Pearson's, and the diner was called DK's. It was incredibly indulgent of him, I think. I'm sure. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> That's where I worked And nobody ever heard of it No Did you ever face Any stereotyping Of the sort uh, Where I was Yeah Like I any got, Apu type name calling uh, Yeah But in jest And I embraced yeah. it I embraced and, the hell I out mean, of it I mean you were In a In a pretty college town Correct It was a town Of 35,000 people The college was about 1,200 Right So um, So yes and no Because mm-hmm. there was Very few other people But This is a whole other Podcast episode Dinkar If we're going to get into this Because well, yeah. um, But <laughs> My experience was incredibly blessed because I was in a, uh, so I was in bump nowhere, mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, yeah, which has a very strong Republican population. Oh, okay. And the people of the town of Beloit are primarily red, mm-hmm. but at least at the time. On the neck. Yes. It's farmer's stand, it's called. Right. Yeah. So uh, while the locals would normally vote the other way against favorable immigration laws and things of that nature. The college, on the other hand, is incredibly blue mm-hmm. and incredibly proactive. And I honestly think a little to a fault. Like, it's kind of like, all right, calm your tits, guys. This is a bit much. <laughs> right. um, and I've never been the most politically active person by a long shot. But um, I was very blessed that I got to see both sides of the, the fence that way mm-hmm. and was treated equally and openly and with incredibly warm embrace from both sides of the fence. So I just lucked out because I felt, I've never felt a shred of um, any animosity that way. Mm. But that being said, yeah, people made jokes constantly. Mm, sure. And I was always well aware that, yes, that's perfectly okay because I am in fact different than the other guy. So please do call me funny You were names. also at an age, I think, where you could be more understanding of it and sometimes understand that it might not be coming from the worst place like people might just be making jokes and yeah, be yeah. like a little short-sighted right or sometimes they might be like outright dicks which thankfully you never face but yeah uh, so i never had the like i never really cared because yeah. watching apu growing up i was like whoa he's talking about the lord ganesha 
which is like yeah. a thing I know. Yeah, uh, exactly. I thought it was cool. I was like, I'm glad that he's there, and I'm glad even if it's the butt of a joke, at least he's there. Kind of right. And then I watched uh, the the documentary that kind of kickstarted this controversy. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's been a controversy for a while, sure. but uh, Hari Kondabolu, who is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, made this like short 45-ish minute documentary about uh, called The Problem with Apu where mm-hmm. he talks about how it was such a problem for him growing up as a kid in the US Okay, and uh, he talks about how he would constantly be called Apu and basically like a yeah. lot of like harassment that he faced because yeah. of Apu being a character in The Simpsons huh. and now I realize that's a pretty different perspective like the character yeah. might not be racist to Indians yeah. or, I mean it is racist to Indians yeah, but yeah. we just treat it as like any stereotype yeah. like the like the chef on The Simpsons who right. keeps going like Mamma Mia yeah. See, I think the problem therein lies if somebody was was harassed because uh, using Apu as a weapon against them. Yeah. The problem is not Apu. The problem is the person using the Apu as a weapon. If Apu exactly. didn't exist, that jackass who was harassing that kid he would have found, would something, have found else. something else. So yes. don't don't blame Apu. He would have found a Kalima from yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indiana Jones. I was literally, you know what I was called? The one uh, insult, if you can call it that. I remember distinctly because um, I play guitar mm-hmm. and at, in college I had long hair and people knew me as... The dude with long hair that plays guitar. Mm-hmm. People call me Stamos all the time. What? John Stamos. Like John Stamos? Yeah. <laughs> I love John Stamos. So I was sure. like, yeah, I wish. Please call me Stamos, well, mom. Maybe one day I'll become him. Okay. <laughs> you know? That was clearly just a long story that you brought up to humble brag, Jishno. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's the thing. That was that was like somebody would keep on using that sort of against me. Like, oh my God, Stamos is back again. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <That's> I <had> remarkably... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, such an I open, wish. Yeah, I know, that's cool. Yeah. You know, so to that end, how do I feel about Apu being cancelled? I think it's dumb and I think it's giving in to peer pressure, basically. Political peer pressure. I do understand where it's coming from. I do from, understand, where but it I doesn't don't think make it, sense anymore But I don't think it now. makes it right. Being offended doesn't make you right. Not necessarily, but I mean, you can't deny the fact that these kids had problems, right? Yeah, like, so absolutely. there's a lot of literally any Indian, uh, Indian American or Asian American person of note was in that documentary. Mm. So there's like, uh, like Cal Penn, for example, mm. talks about how he's like, he just hates the Simpsons purely because Apu exists. And like, that's a guy with a smart head on his shoulders. He's not just like yeah. picking at something for the sake of it. Uh, you can't. So I agree with you when you say that those people would have found another weapon anyway, but mm-hmm. why give them one in the first place, right? I, but I do think it's too late now yeah. and taking them off the air now isn't going to fix anything. If exactly, anything, you should exactly. make like Apu a more representative character. Yeah. And, uh, exactly that. It's it's the same. It's my same sentiment towards you know like the James Gunn thing of like every just because somebody somewhere randomly decided out of the blue years after the fact that I feel like being offended by this now. You should now undo years of really solid hard work. Hmm. And no. I feel like, the, I, I the, just, well, yeah. they're not direct comparisons. I think, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I feel like in the James Gunn case, it's clearly, it's giving in. In the Apu case, I kind of see the point of the politically correct crowd, even though I never felt like that. I see mm-hmm. what they're saying, but it's a tough one. And it's something that we'd have to unpack in yeah. a way more extensive Excellent. format than the one we have on the bulletin. Where we're supposed to discuss news and not news. And not what is like, this? Is this news? This is... Uh, I guess this is news. I suppose this is news. Right, well, it's we've... news that uh, led to a larger discussion, mm-hmm. which perhaps we'll discuss someday. Uh, representation in pop culture nerddom on a longer episode. Speaking of which, our longer episode this week uh, talks about another film with some representation of Indians, the Harry Potter franchise, which starred uh, Parvati and Padma Patil. (laughs) Uh, So listen to Jishnu and I recap all the books and the movies and how we felt about them and uh, what they mean to us in the world today on the longer episode of the Geek Food Podcast this week. Until then, stay in touch at Geek Food HQ on all the socials and contact geekfood at gmail.com on the emails. 
See ya, you nerds.